and hello everybody everybody hello and welcome to we synced it i synced it yes it is a weekly podcast that focuses in on all, all the movies tv and the entertainment in between i am one of your hosts pat and this is kev and how is everybody doing today yeah yeah what's up everybody what's going on yo the beginning of spring break aka world war three in miami yeah oh my god dude have you seen those shits dog those videos man oh my god i would say that it puts miami in a poor light but i'm like no all these motherfuckers are like visitors bro (laughs) they're all visitors though there was a tiktok i saw a tiktok uh not too long ago um this guy was like he was showing clips and he goes let me just teach you guys something us south floridians we don't go to miami beach yeah we're trying to avoid you people and he starts playing the videos he's like that's who we're avoiding that's how you know all these people that you see trashing up the area they're they're all tourists, man. Every they're single all one of them. Other other parts of the country. Every single one of them, dog. And what you call it? It's like, yo, it is. What's what's that shit? I know there's a saying about this. It's like when you cooped up in the house so long, as soon as you release, because these people have, they didn't have a spring break last year because that shit got cut short. I think it only got cut to like some people only had like three days of spring break, and then they had to quarantine and shit like that. Some people yeah. only had like a week or something. So now, like these people who have who who, like for one year they didn't they they didn't have an opportunity. Now they're over here, coming out and they're just like crazy, dude. So I have never seen so much random just like, thoughtiness, man. It, it was it's wonderful to look at, you know. what I mean, just like women just jumping on the cars, jumping in the middle of the street, just shaking it. It's like, hey, I mean, it's fun. It's fun to look at. But I would never go down there, though. <laughs> <laughs> so I, have you ever been down to South Beach on the spring break before? Never. Never? I did that, I think, when I wasn't even in college then. And I think I was in my early 20s and I went down there. And it was all, it was a whole bunch of walking around, talking, drinking, and that's it. Future plans like, oh, we meet up here, we meet up there. Nothing. That's it. Everybody got promises, dog. No promises were fulfilled that day, dog. That's why I'm like, for I'm me, never... it was like, what, 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 what turns me away immediately is the traffic. As soon as I start seeing that ocean of cars, I immediately turn back. I'm like, nah, I'm good. I'm gonna go do something else. There ain't no need, dog. We got so many other beaches, and on top of that, I like, um, I remember when we were in uh, our institute, and uh, there was this dude from Georgia who came down here, and uh, he went to school with us, and I think. Uh, it was all of us, and we rather than going to Fort Lauderdale Beach, we went to Hollywood. And he was like, he was like, "Damn, y'all not going to Fort Lauderdale? Oh, yeah, going to South Beach?" He's like, no, 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 we're going somewhere else. And we went to Hollywood. And when we got there, he was like, "I just remember when he 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 looked around. He was like, damn, y'all got spots like this all over South Florida.' I'm like, yeah, yeah. There's always like a spot that has like a bunch of bars. And he says, "Yo, we ain't got that in like in Georgia." I'm like, for real. They do I said, yeah, man, there's this spot like that over here. Um, there's Fort Lauderdale that you know about. There's a spot like that in Boca, Pompano. Uh, you can go to South Beach. This, I'm over here telling like Coconut Grove. This is when Coconut Grove were popping. I'm like, you can go to Coconut Grove. 
Yeah, there's a whole bunch of like spots all over. You don't gotta go to South Beach. Not a lot of people who live in Florida go to South Beach. It's like um like going to the Eiffel Tower if you live in Paris. You don't need to go. Why? Why go? <laughs> That's a tourist thing. Yeah. And it's oh, they shut yo, the fact that they shut that place down when they uh what I don't I don't know if you saw the whole thing that at eight PM they put in a curfew on South Beach. So not only did they shut it down, the mayor declared a state of emergency. What? Yes. It was on the news. He actually declared an official state of emergency. So that mean that the National Guards can get involved? Yeah. Bro, they were spraying up, like, pepper gas and all that stuff. <laughs> I don't know what to say about it. It's like, do you think that's a little, that's an overstep? I mean, like, it's crazy. Like, a state of an emergency against tourists. Like, I think that's the first time I've ever heard that. Why would they? That's a. Like, usually a state of emergency is because, like, a hurricane just yes. destroyed the entire town or something. But it's like, nah, it's just a bunch of drunk people. That was the last, that was the last state of emergency. It was, I think it was in Texas when they had the, the freeze thing. When, it, when everything started to freeze over, they had a state of emergency. And, I mean, if if there's like a log that that uh shows you all the state of emergencies, and then you see Texas, you see that they had a little uh the cold snap, and then right underneath you see that Miami, oh spring. yeah, spring break, <laughs> it's like what the fuck? They were partying too hard. <laughs> partying too hard, yo. Yo, but I heard um so a, a couple of the guys that work at my job. They, you know, they come from the restaurant industry and they have a lot of connections with like hotels and managers and people that work in restaurants down in Miami. They were saying that um, big hotels in South Beach, especially like the Clevelander uh-huh. that everybody knows is like the most famous one. They actually stopped booking rooms for spring break. Like they didn't book anything. They actually like blocked people. Really? from booking rooms and I was like but don't, wouldn't they make money he goes nah cuz they lose money from all the vandalism and all the damage from inside the rooms that to replace all that furniture all, they end up losing more money how do they so lose they money if people have like insurance and stuff people be putting like fake cards and shit on there probably like, yeah but it's like it's a ridiculous amount he's like yo everything gets smashed everything gets stolen like just to replace everything they end up actually losing money and it, and, like, so a lot of these hotels, bro, they got a whole bunch of empty rooms, and they just refuse to, to, to rent them out. Fuck. It's crazy. No, because, I mean, we're not going to go down there. We're not going to go down there. We're, we're locals, and we're not going to go down there. Uh, the people who are going to go down there, if they are in college, they don't have the money. They don't have the money. They, they, no, they spend the, the money. Everybody came down here on, on Spirit. Not only with flight of spirit, but I'm talking about in heart. <laughs> <laughs> they came down here with two spirits, dog. That's and bro, if you flying, yo, did you see the video of the lady who was trying to sneak? It was like three women who tried to sneak into a plane. They tried no. to sneak into a plane, dog. They, yo, they were getting uh, escorted out in handcuffs because they tried to sneak into a plane to leave South Florida. Holy shit. I was like, yo, I'm thinking like to my mind, like, like that, uh, that Jackie Chan meme, like, what are you thinking, yo? <laughs> Dog, when I was watching, I was like, nah, 
yo, I had to let that shit play like three times so I can understand what's going on. I had to read the comments and stuff like that. I had to read the description. It said, yeah, these three women tried to sneak onto a plane and they, they got found out. And then they have the audacity to argue with the woman who's filming them getting escorted out saying like, yo, you better not put this on Instagram. Like, do you not understand how, how I don't understand how people's minds work that they think they can get away with something like that. Like, have you never been on a flight? They had to have been on a flight to get over here, but right. it's like, yo, you were on a flight to get over here, right? You saw what, what actually went through to get on a flight. Dog, they check you like three or four times just to get over here. When you're, when you're sitting down, bro, there's a chance, there's a chance that they, they, they fully booked the flight. So the seat that you're sitting on, that belongs to somebody. What are you doing? <laughs> it just seems like there's so many variables that can make you, uh, oh man, that, that is so much faith. I don't know. I, yo, is it's it like, or is it desperation? Maybe it's maybe it's both. Maybe it's faith and desperation. You know, I think desperation does lead to uh, blindless faith. <laughs> faith, man, because yeah. it's like, yo, you know, I just gotta you know, do it. Every every idea sounds like a great idea when you're desperate. Yeah. <laughs> yo, which one? Which one of them came up with that idea? Like, yo, let's just let's just see if we can sneak on. Like is it? That sounds like a. That sounds like an episode of Workaholics. <laughs> Let's see, if we can sneak on. It just be what? Just look out the window. Just <laughs> remember when we were going to California, and the other girl, when her friend was getting escorted, she was just looking out the window. <laughs> like that was gonna save. Like that was gonna save her. Like the guy who was looking for her was gonna be like, uh, she's not here. She's not in this chair. Like I'm gonna pretend. Like I have no idea what's going on, even though she's sitting right next to me. <laughs> Like your snake in uh, Metal Gear wearing a box, like people are just gonna be walking right by. Like, oh, we can't find her. All right, that's it. Let's let's get this plane flying, dude. I don't understand what goes through people's minds when they do like crazy stuff. Yo, if you're caught, you're caught. Like, like well, I get caught. Well, remember mind. that girl on our plane she was super drunk, so it maybe it wasn't desperation, but it was also the fact that she was drunk that she thought it was a good idea. Yeah, like, oh stand God. still. They won't notice me. <laughs> I don't understand how people could think that and just oh my yo. Yeah, so I actually um the the people on my job, um, mm. because bro, our business is freaking booming. Um, because of these tourists. Is it a they tourist like, or is it the locals not wanting to go down to the tourists? So, well, well, at my job on St. Patrick's Day, they were like, hey, do you want to go to the beach and just, like, pass out, like, free arcade cards, drink tickets, coupons, and, like, try to bring the people over here? So me and this other manager, we were like, all right, yeah, let's do it. Yo, we went. Dog, you would never think there was a pandemic. We were the only two people wearing in mask? wearing a mask. You know what's funny about that? Bill Burr posted up on his Instagram he said, let's play a game called Spot the Mask. <laughs> it was it was on South Beach on uh Ocean Drive. Not Ocean Drive. Um Yeah, it is Ocean Drive. And you saw everybody, I'm like, oh, let me see if I can see one. Nobody's wearing a mask, man. 
it's like it, yo, it's like everybody got vaccinated, which could be a possibility because uh, as of right now, one in six people have been vaccinated. One in six. Did they open it up yet? Where any, anyone can nope. get it, or is still nope. no? They're not going to open it up until this summer for everybody. Like you can just you can just like register, but you should be able to get it because you work in uh, hospitality. And if oh, you, hospitality counts. Yeah, hospitality counts. Uh, and t- oh, but you know what? You're not direct with people, though. I am. Are you? Well, <laughs> I mean, you could lie on it. Not not saying <laughs> the lie or something, but because uh, what you call it? Uh, my buddy in California, he he works uh, he works at a gas station, and um, he was like he just got it. He getting his first vaccination on Tuesday. My my folks already got their vaccination. My my dad just got his uh, last week, and he's getting his other one in the the beginning of April. Uh, since fucking I got the shit, I can't get it anymore until like I I, I I'm uh, negative, and then my name goes back on the bottom of the list. So as soon as I pop negative, then I can go ahead and 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 get it. So I'm waiting for that shit. Yeah. Which, which I mean, I want to get just so I can just, just, just for, just for a state of mind. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I want to be able to just be like, yeah, um, yeah, I, I got it. I got, I got the, the shit. I got the, the, the vaccine, and I'm good to go. Cause, dog, just the things that they said that you can do after you get the vaccine. Like, oh, it, yo, it's normal shit. Like, oh, you know, you can go outside. <laughs> but yo, after a, a um. After so long of just being like, ooh, I don't know. The fact that they say, yeah, you can, you can have like meetups with like three to four people. If they're all vaccinated, you don't have to wear a mask at all. Like, what? Really? Wow. That's regular. That's supposed to be regular. And I'm over here getting excited over that kind of stuff, man. Yo, tell me tell me if, if, if this is happening to you too. Mm. Are you reminiscing like old memories, but in that old mem- memory, you're wearing a mask, even though it was from before COVID. Oh shit. That happened to me a couple times. <laughs> I do see myself with the scarf around my neck in certain areas, certain times. But like, I was thinking of like old, like things that happened to us. And like in that memory, I'm, I have the you mask, have on on. A mask. And then I got to remind myself like, Oh wait, no, that was before Throw COVID. the mask. Throw the mask. <laughs> Hey, are you gonna keep up this mask thing though? Even though, like, like, like after, let's say, like a year or two afterwards, are you gonna keep the mask up? Like, let's say, if you get sick or something, you're gonna wear a mask. Like how they do in the in the, the Asian countries. Like when when somebody is sick, they wear a mask on their face. Bro, to be honest, man, especially like if I get vaccinated, which I I want to, mm. I probably not. Hey, I mean, be real. It is what it is. Like I wasn't wearing masks before when I got when I was sick. I'm not gonna be wearing it now. Um, I don't know. I mean, uh, shit. I mean, the flu kills like uh, <laughs> what's that saying? The flu kills like a hundred thousand people a year or some shit. Like I don't know what people say about the flu kind of stuff, but it just seems. I don't know, man. I maybe I maybe I should start. Just so I won't get somebody else sick with, with whatever I got or something, 
I think it'll be pretty cool just to wear a mask or something. Actually, I do this a lot. I I I, I'm, I do see myself like pulling up my shirt over my my nose even before the mask. Like I used to do that shit, and I used to just be on my phone doing that. Wearing a mask is, is um, at first I was like a little weird, weirded out by it, but by now it's like it's like whatever. Like you know, I pop on the mask. I have like uh, one of those N nine kits that's in my car, the little package shit. And it has like a pack of five, and I just pull one out, put it on my face, kind of shit. Yeah, I do reuse them. What of it? What are you gonna do? Fight me for it? <laughs> yeah, man. But damn, man, that shit is like, oh man, South Beach spring break. Even when I was in high school, man, I think all my spring breaks have just been me. Just it's like a vacation where I just I can just go outside. Were spring breaks always like a week long or were they at any point where like two weeks? No, nah, they were always one week. Hmm. Yeah, winter winter break was two weeks. Spring break was one. Oh. Damn, dude. Well, I hope uh, the people who are here in uh, South Florida celebrating spring break, uh, may you be safe and um, don't do anything crazy. Well, you guys were already doing something crazy. Thought they said it was a gunshot every night. Like people were shooting guns one like every night. Oh, I heard gunshots right outside my job. I was outside just looking at the parking lot just to to make sure everything was okay, and then I heard the pa pa pa, and then I was like, "All right, time to go back inside." Like, who who's out here just shooting? People out here just shooting a gun, man. Oh my god, man. Let's get on to uh, media news because that was that was just what happened to us. Um, we've been gone for some time, you guys. I think roughly about like three weeks. We we went to the con, went to the what's that super fan con? Super fan con. Yeah, that was uh, that was a situation. I was only there for one day because I I was previously booked on a gig. Um, but how was how was super fan con though? Uh, super fan con was interesting. Um, overall it was, it was an okay event. Um, you know, not, not as many people as we expected were going to show up. Uh, I mean, showed up. Um, but I think the people that did went like, it was a lot of people going for the first time to a con Mm -hmm. and they were just excited that something was going on during the pandemic since everything else got canceled. Yeah. Uh, Friday was slow as usual. Like the first day is always slow. It's usually just the collectors that come out and they yeah. just want to see what, what the merchandise is and what's going on sale, whatever. And then Saturday, which that was the day you were there. That's the, you know, the busiest day. That's when everybody comes out and like all the like events happen and all the panels show up and all that stuff. And then um, the celebrities that they had were uh, cast members of the Power Rangers. Mm-hmm. The Power Rangers were there. And right from the beginning, apparently these guys were acting like divas and their, their manager was like bumping heads with uh, the guy who was in charge of, of running Super Fan Con. And there was a lot of like, oh, you promised this, you promised that, you, you didn't deliver on this, you didn't deliver on that. And then the guy in charge of Super Fan Con was just like, yeah, but we didn't negotiate any of that. Like, you and I spoke on the phone. We agreed on A, B, C, 
Mm. Now you're coming into the con and you're asking for X, Y, Z, but we didn't talk about X, Y, Z. Now all of a sudden you want to throw all these demands out there. So at first I kind of felt bad for the Power Rangers guys because I know that they were rushed. Like they came in, they had to set up, and then they had to like run to a panel and they had literally just flown in. Jesus Christ. So, and I know they were like running around. So like, I was like, I kind of felt bad for the guys. So I, I, I took them to the restaurant and I was like, yo, all the tables were taken. Like there was nowhere to sit. The place was packed. I literally like went running to the back of the, of our storage area and grabbed the table by myself, mm. which bro, these tables, you need two people to carry. Like, these tables are heavy as fuck. And I literally just, like, used all my strength and just brought it out, found the little corner by the bar, mm-hmm. put the table down, and then I started going around to other people's tables asking for, like, oh, is anyone sitting in this chair? Is anyone sitting on that chair? And just grabbing chairs. So I got them a table. I was like, guys, I got you a table. Sit down and eat. I know you only got, like, you know, 25 minutes to your panel, but I want to make sure you guys are, like, good or whatever. So they sat down. And then I grabbed one of the bartenders. I was like, look, take their order. Don't charge them for the drinks. I'm going to pay for their drinks. But they're, they're going to pay for the food, though. Mm-hmm. Like, they're going to buy the food. Which I later found out that was the biggest mistake to make. They t- I learned that you never offer drinks. You offer food. Because if they got to buy the drinks, they're going to limit themselves. Mm-hmm. If you're going to pay for the drinks, they're going to go all out. And then they're going to get drunk. So I learned the hard way. So whatever, they ate, they drank, but they didn't pay for the food. They literally went to their panel, they did their thing, and then they left. And they left, the bro, the bill was like almost $300. How? Dog, they kept ordering and ordering and ordering. And or, and it was like they were ordering for themselves, but they were also ordering for like the agent. And they were ordering for like the secretary, the assistant, all these people, and they just kept going and going and going and going and going. It was crazy. And then that was Saturday. How much was, how up, much was the drink bill, though? Was it, was it larger than that, or did it match? It almost matched. The drink bill was, uh, yeah, the drink bill was actually close to 300 too. Fuck. It was crazy. Fuck, yo. <laughs> and then, um, the, so then I ended up using my manager card. Uh-huh. Just pay for the thing. Yeah. So pay for the whole thing. Next day, they come in. They're all, like, hungover and shit, and they start doing it again. They start ordering drinks and food, and they're like, yeah, we're not going to pay for it. And they were like, Kevin said he was going to pay for it. So then I had to step in, and I was like, guys, that's not what I said. Last night, I said I was going to take care of your drinks last night because you guys were running late for that panel. That's it. Like, it was just a one-night thing, and it was just the drinks. You guys still had to pay. Then they started throwing Will's name, the guy that ran Super FanCon. Oh, no, he's going to pay for everything. So then Will had to confront them, like, yo, don't do that. I didn't promise anything like that. They kept throwing names around, and then finally, yo, they did it again a third time, Three saying times. that, oh, I'm going to pay for it. But they did it with a, a different waitress. And I got so mad, I was like, yo, Tell me which of the Power Rangers is throwing my name because I need. I'm gonna confront him face hold to up, face. Hold up, hold up. Can I can I show that? Can I throw out a color and just let me know if this color was the 
what you call it was this the you're not gonna get it you're not gonna, gonna get, get it, it because this wasn't a color from our generation this was a new color Go yeah ahead. but the colors are usually it matches the vibe you know oh, okay uh, all right all right go ahead <laughs> so okay <sighs> were all the colors represented or no um no nah, it was like three colors three that colors were that were there okay um i'm gonna say blue no then i'm gonna say red that was my first option no nope but let me tell you, the color uh, does represent his personality. Pink? Nope. No? God damn it. Um, It's a new color. It's it, a new it's color? Is it gold? Is it green? It's gold? No. Yes. It's gold. He's Gotti. Bro, yes. <laughs> He's got. <laughs> I would have never got that. The of those motherfuckers is the one... That wanted to order everything but not pay for anything. Oh so my then, god, man! Yo, <laughs> yeah, I so, would have never guessed that. <laughs> so then, so when I found out it was him, dog, I got really, really fucking mad. And then he comes up to me at the convention floor, mm. and he's like, "Hey, can I talk to you and Will?" Um. Well, well, actually, before I get to that, the thing that set me off mm. was that. The waitress who was taking care of their orders at the end was told me that the Gold Ranger said, hey, um, Kevin said he was going to take care of this. And then the waitress told him, uh, no, Kevin specifically said he wasn't going to take care of this, and he told me that. And the Gold Ranger said, okay, um, then we'll, we'll, we'll figure it out, but don't tell Kevin I said any of this. Really? Yo, you get that caught. You get caught, bro. You you caught. So when I went to go confront them, their assistant was like, "Oh, uh, he never said that." And I go, "So you're telling me that my waitress, who works on tips and just started working here, made up that whole story? Why would she? Why? Why? What is she gonna get out of making up that whole story? Are you telling me that I need to fire her?" She goes, "Yeah, maybe you should." And then I go, "Oh, really? Then maybe you guys need to get the fuck out." It went just like that. So she went running to them, (laughs) and they were bro. She didn't run. She didn't run, dog. Did she really run? No, she ran. She ran. She and then as she was running away, I had to, bro. I was literally yelling at her across the dining room. I go, "Hey, come back!" And then she comes back to me. I go, "Before you get the fuck out, you need to." cover your bill. Mm. You guys did it again. You guys ordered a whole bunch of food and drinks and nobody paid. They were in the middle of another panel. Mm. So they did a panel Saturday and they did another panel Sunday. So they're in the middle of their panel for Sunday. She goes running to the private room, whispers in the gold uh, gold Rangers ears. uh, They're kicking us out. And guess what he does? He's already drunk. Mm. And he's in front of a bunch of little kids that are asking questions. No, 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 going no, no, off. no, 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 He goes, you know what? This is the worst event I've ever been a part of. This place sucks. This event sucks. And he starts going off in front of all the little kids. Mm. So we had to get, like, the police ready to, like, fucking escort these guys out. But somehow he found, remember when we were going to the private room that we, we took the back way? Yeah. So he went out that back way. Mm-hmm. And he, co- he he sees me on the convention floor talking to Will, the guy in charge of Super FanCon. He taps me on the shoulder and he's like, hey, can I talk to you guys? So we go to the back. Will 
taps me on the shoulder mm. and whispers in my ear, yo, I think he's recording us. Because the Gold Ranger had, he was holding a notebook and he was like holding this. like a nerd? Like, yeah, like this. <laughs> and he had his phone like this mm. on his shoulder. Yeah. So when we went to the back of the warehouse area, I'm thinking, oh shit, I think he is recording me on his phone. So I kept walking around so that to see like if he was gonna try to like track me with his phone, mm. like every time he was facing me, I would go around him. <laughs> it was like we were dancing. And I'm like, yo, and I'm thinking to myself, yo, this guy really is recording us. And then finally, Will asked him, like, yo, can you do me a favor? Can you show me your phone? And he goes, why? And he goes, I just want to make sure you're not recording us. Cause, and just so you know, if you are recording us, you need to tell us because that's illegal if you're recording us without letting us know. And he goes, don't worry about it. And he goes, no, no, no I want to see your phone. He goes, no, I'm not going to show you my phone. It, it may be that's- illegal. It may be illegal, but... It's that uh, what's that uh, court of uh, pop uh, public opinion? Like he he can it can he can do it he, he can do it right and and not be legal in court. But if he just posts it up on his internet or on his uh, Instagram and like TikTok and shit like that, you're gonna be to public scrutiny kind of shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. So at that point, it's like it's like you're damned anyways because yeah. people are gonna be like, oh, I mean. Even though these guys are legally doing this stuff, it is bullshit that this whole yeah that, that whole thing is like yeah I'm yo I'm always thinking that people are recording me man or somebody is eavesdropping into any conversation that I'm doing I'm always feeling that people are people are doing that shit because you know the, the fucking internet man because of the internet but continue yeah. dog and then um so. I just made sure because I'm, I'm thinking, okay, 100% he's recording us. Then mm. I'm going to make my point clear. I go, look, man, I'm glad that you guys came. This was a fun event. But I promised that I was going to buy you guys drinks Saturday night and just Saturday night. You guys ate and walked out on your bill. And I literally said it loud and clear so that if he was recording me, yeah. that he's basically shooting himself in the foot. Then... Will told him again, like, yo, can you do me a favor? Put the phone down, bro. And then he goes, okay, fine. I'm going to put the phone down. He puts the phone down, but, like, yo, like, three feet away from us. Yeah. So he can still record the audio? Yeah. And guess what he starts doing? Mm. He starts bawling. He starts crying. He starts freaking out. And he's like, this is this is the worst of men. I didn't make any money. Um, I, This was the worst. Uh, You guys promised me this. You guys promised me uh, uh, my own room. And I didn't get my own room. And, and, and then I'm like looking at his phone and I'm looking at Will and I'm like, bro, this guy's doing a performance for the recording. That's all this is. Like he's an actor. He gets, he knows how to do should've, this. You should have said and scene. <laughs> <laughs> so then I have to like re-clarify. I go, yo, 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 anything that you got going on with Will that's between you guys, I don't work for this convention. I work for the building. That what you guys were doing at the restaurant, that's what I'm responsible for. Okay. If you're gonna eat at my restaurant, you gotta pay. Mm-hmm. You can't just get free stuff. Yeah. You know, it doesn't work like that. I'm more than happy to help you guys out, but just ask me. If you guys were to ask me from the beginning, bro, I would have been more than happy. But the fact that you guys were throwing my name under the bus like that, I don't like that. I don't like that at all because that's not cool because now I know I can't trust you. Mm -hmm. Then he started complaining that 
yo, he was supposed to get his own hotel room, but he ended up bunking with another Power Ranger. He ended up having to pay for his own Uber. And I go, how much was your Uber? He was like $19. Bro, I walked away. I'm like, I can't deal with this shit anymore. (laughs) (laughs) Prima Donna shit. Like, bro, I just walked away. $19. Yeah, I'd have walked too. He was complaining about. You mad about 19? Mr. Power Ranger, Mr. Uh, Fox Family, wherever, whatever show you're on, whatever network you're on right now, I don't know, ABC Family, Mr. Disney Symbol, you're watching Disney for Kids. <laughs> what, what was funny, though, was that as I'm like, as he's crying and I'm like talking down to him and all this shit, Josh was walking by because he was grabbing something from his car. Yeah. Like another art piece that he was going to sell. Mm-hmm. And then he was walking by was just like looking at us like, what the fuck is going on? And then, like, went back to his table. Whatever. I stepped away. Five minutes later, I see Will, the guy that runs Super FanCon. I see his business partner, and they're about to fight this kid. Like, this no kid way. is getting in your face. Wait, how old is this kid, man? Like, he's in his he 20s? Looks, he looks like he's in his 20s, but yo, he's like five foot three. Like, he's this tiny little, like, bro, like, you ain't doing shit, dog. He's, doing, he, he, shit. he's a people full of spirit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's those people full of spirit. He's a spring breakers. That's what he is. <laughs> so that finally I had the FLPD standing right next to me. I was like, as soon as I saw that he was getting in their face and cursing them out, I was like, all right, he needs to go. So they went, they, they, they grabbed him, and then he d- continued to talk shit as he was walking the convention floor. So then I ran up in front of him and I started recording on my phone. Like, yo, and I, he saw when he saw me recording, he stopped and I told him, I go, bro, if you try to bash Extreme Action Park, I'm posting this all over the internet. Mm-hmm. Finally, the kid left, never came back. What was funny was that the police was like, who the fuck was that kid? And he was like, is that a YouTuber? I'm like, no, bro, that's a Power Ranger. No, you just- <laughs> and then the next day, I guess when he was sober, he like texted me that long text message that I sent you that that long ass apology and all that. And bro, I never thought in all my life I would ever say I kicked out a power ranger. No, I don't <laughs> think a lot of people have. I don't think a lot of people have, man. They're power rangers. And then this, this guy wanted to be a douche, man. For, for what reason? So it, it like, to me, it just seems like his, uh, let's say his agent or whatever just didn't do his job. Like if he wanted some things done and at the end you want to tack him on, why didn't you negotiate it in the beginning? Just negotiate it in the beginning. Why you want to negotiate as soon as you get there? You know what? You know what I think this is? It's like, um, the, the feature that I was just on, right? I don't know if this is right. I don't know if it's factual or not, but, um, one of, one of the days that we were, that we were there and, um, you know, we we're just shooting the shit. Uh, it was that Wednesday. Um, there was some stuff that came came to light about uh, uh, one of the one of the, the act, actors on the show, right? And they were saying like, "Well, we wanted to replace this actor. We wanted to replace this actor because you know time situations. You know, like oh, well, this this person said that they're going to be at work while this is happening, so they're just going to re- work remotely." So let's not use this actor. Let's just get somebody else. But um, the executive producer was like, no, no, no. We have to use this actor. We have to. 
You know what I mean? Because this is a this is like a family friend or some type of friend or whatever. So all right, cool. When it came down, when it came down to shoot, right, bro, there was days that we were down, not because of camera, not because of grip, not because of makeup. It was because the actor was in a meeting, not for thirty minutes, not for an hour, three hours. We were down the whole day, like we would rush. We would ru- we'd be rushing. Like we get to a location, we'll get there at seven a.m. We would rush to set up two scenes. We'll be finished around like eight forty-five or something like that, right? Uh, the actor has to go in a meeting at nine fifteen. As soon as the actor gets on set, they they rehearse they rehearse a line. They get ready to do. They fuck up the first line. They gotta go. They gotta go in a meeting for three hours. Me being the grip, I'm over here like, yo, what, what's going on? What's the what's the down? What, why are we so down right now? Like, why are we not shooting anything? Something else? Say, so, oh, we, we have to wait because um. You know, they're in the meeting. Oh, for how long? Well, until like 12 o'clock. 12 o'clock in the afternoon? What the hell are we supposed to do right now? So we're not doing anything. Then as soon as the actor gets there, they mess up again. That's the thing that, that's the thing that like, it makes your eye twitch. Because you would think that, okay, well, I mean, you're in a meeting. As soon as you come back, yo, you better kill it. You're going to be on your P's and Q's. You, 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 you fuck up, and it's like, we're all like, yo, what the fuck's going on? We had, oh, on top of that, we had to change the lights. We had to change the shading and everything because the fucking newsflash, the sun moves. <laughs> the fucking sun moves. So every bounce that we had, every, uh, every uh, like, uh, like sky light or everything that we had, we had to move it around just for that. And that, and bro, and it's, it's like, this was a constant thing. And it didn't become a constant thing until like day three. To the point that we can't use somebody else in that spot because we've already used this actor too many times in too in too many of the scenes. So if we do want to replace that person, it'll it, it like there'll be no continuity. We're like wow. yeah, we, I mean that mean that we have to tack on another three days just to make up the shots that we did before. Holy shit! And that person knew that shit. And then ever since that day, everything has been like, oh, it's on this, it's on this person. It's like they were executive producer. We went on everything that they had to do. They start making meetings, bro. They start setting up meetings for the following week, dog. Yo, I found this out on Wednesday, and yo, I'm over here soaking my feet because we had to wait. Bro, I was, man, I was so mad, dog. I was like, yo, this is why we were like. This is why y'all wanted to tack on another two days to the production because of this. Bro, you want to talk about Matt? And yo, and on top of that, that same actor, that was Patient Zero. Oh, (laughs) my God. Wow, dude, just to add salt to the wounds. Bro, that was Patient Zero. And that's the shit that was like, talk about furiating, dog. Yo, when I found out, I was, it was like, I was so mad. I couldn't speak. It was like one of those moments in the movie, like, bro, I was like, yo. And we got to do reshoots. We not do reshoots. We have to, we have to put a pause on production. And I think in like uh, a month from now, we're going to start back up and it's just going to be three more days. 
a production kind of thing. And man, I'm starting to think that maybe I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if I'm gonna show up, bro. <laughs> I might be like, yeah, I'm out, man. I don't know. And where are you guys shooting this? Uh, well, yo, we're all over uh, Broward area. Um, the mansion was by Sawgrass Mall. Um, where else? We went to FIU. We had to we we turned FIU into FLIU, so it could be Fort Lauderdale University, International University. Uh, where else do we go? Well, we're supposed to go to the beach, but they already shot that scene since it was only supposed to be like a little bit. But you guys were all over the place. Yeah. Yeah. It's supposed to be like a, it's, I mean, this, this uh, movie, this feature is going to go on uh, lifetime. It's supposed to be like a, um, it, it's a cultural movie. Something about like, um, two people from two different countries go to college and they end up falling in love. But then, uh, she is like her, her her tribe in Africa or something like that is like no her parents want her to marry somebody who's Nigerian doesn't want to want her to marry somebody from another country or anything like that just because just because her father is like oh I want you to marry somebody who I know which by the way dude there was a scene that they did bro that was on Thursday right that was so fucking like. It was, you know, it was so, it was, they acted the shit out of it, bro. <laughs> they acted the shit out of the scene. And it was between the father and uh, the, the, the son. And they were having a conversation about like what the, what his, he was talking about like his sister and stuff like that wants to marry this person and shit like that. And the father, dude, I didn't know that he he was a great actor, dog. All I know is that these guys, these people came from Nigeria. Dog, he acted the shit out of this scene, bro. Yo, it was one of those scenes like I was just leaning up, just waiting for the next scene to go, and they were they were recording. And while I was wa- I was just like I was dumbfounded when I was watching this scene. I was like, at the end, they said cut. I was like, yo, you two, wow, <laughs> I'm like what, what happened? I'm like, what are we making? I say like, Lifetime, my ass, HBO Max. <laughs> wow i'm like damn <laughs> it's funny how a channel like lifetime already like they can never get away from that stereotype like, they such a well-known reputation of having the worst acting ever. yeah but yo that scene oh my god dude they they acted the hell out of that shit and they did that shit three times dog no they did it more than three times because yeah, they did that shit like six times. And it made me realize that all these scenes that we see in movies, this shit is done a lot because not only that you have to get the wide, you got to go for the medium, you got to go for the close-up, then you got to go for the over-the-shoulders. Bro, oh, my God. You got to keep that same intensity? Fuck, man. It's like, God damn, dude. That is, that is, uh, that's something. <laughs> to keep that same but like, energy. But, but, like, I, like, Getting the different angles, I totally get. But then when you hear stories of like Stanley Kubrick and David Fincher that just want to do a hundred takes just to do a hundred takes, no, nah, I can't. That that's just that's too much. Yeah, you know, I think of that shit all the time too, dog. Because when when they said that uh, Stanley Kubrick wanted to the the whole uh, Jack Nicholson breaking down the door, they wanted to do that a hundred times or some shit like that, and I was like. That mean they had a hundred different doors? 
<laughs> like they had to constantly replace the doors. I'm like, why would you do that? I'm like, I think he got it on the first or second go around. But yo, I mean, have we talked about this? Like methods to people's madness. I think that's a little much, man. I think that right there with, with, uh, accompanied by like method actors is, is like a little much. It's like, I know that you get, you get your results from that kind of shit. Like, uh, you get your results from people who are method actors. You get your results from, uh, directors who, uh, they put, they go above and beyond Stanley Kubrick. Uh, I forgot the, the woman who was in the shining, like he was, he was, uh, borderline being abusive to her that to the point that her hair was falling out of her head. You know what I mean? He was doing that stuff and he was, uh, he, he was what's called. He was praising Jack Nicholson during the whole thing. The only crazy thing that he did to Jack Nicholson was tell him to, what you call it. He, he made him do a hundred takes. Now mind you, and that's on, and that's on film too. A hundred takes. And, uh, Jack Nicholson was constantly asking for peanut butter and jelly sandwiches before between takes. And he told, uh, Jack Nicholson's, uh, uh, assistant to give him peanut butter just peanut butter don't give him peanut butter and jelly just give him peanut butter so when jack nicholson will bite into it he'll find out that it was just peanut butter and he'll be upset and that'll make him a little upset it's like he'll just do like little things just to just to add it to the acting kind of stuff man it's like i don't know if that's i don't know if it you know i can you know i can't even say that i don't think that thing is is worth doing it but you see what came out and it's like that stuff is good man <laughs> it's like yeah i mean you got good stuff out of it. It, it but what about the method acting when when people say like oh this person stayed in character even after they they yelled cut i don't like that i don't like that i don't like that shit be, more so because uh i've never heard a method actor come from a woman like who's a who's a female who does method acting like that um, Meryl uh, Streep. Street. That's she really? Yeah. Okay, then I take that back. Then. <laughs> well, my whole argument is out the window because I about to say. You know what's funny though? I, I think that's the only one I could think of. That's the only one, dog. Because I'm like, yo, I've never seen that kind of shit, dog. Because usually I just see people like turn on, like turn it off, and like and just a regular person. But to to do like the what's that triple? What's that do with the three names? Uh, Danny, Danny Day Lewis kind of bullshit with the whole call him Mr. President when he's off camera and stuff like that because he played Abraham Lincoln, bro. I'm like, man, Danny, if you don't get the hell out of here, bro, <laughs> what the fuck, bro, if you don't get the hell out of here with that whole call me Mr. President, I say, bro, you're not, you're not, oh. you know, you, you kind of feel like maybe. You kind of sad that he said that he retired from acting, but I'm kind of happy that we did because we don't get no stories like that. And it seems like all his movies that he makes are like period pieces, anyways. So I mean, has he ever done anything modern, anything within this decade kind of thing? Uh, no. All his stuff is like from that that bygone era that we can't even we yeah like nobody living can recall. If he's right, like if his character, if the character that he's portraying is right or not, because they're all dead. 
like from gangs in New York? Like, is that is that an actual portrayal of somebody who was born in the 1920s, early 19, like the early, the late 1800s? We don't know. They're all they're all they're all dead. So he's just he's just acting like this, and it's like mm, I don't know, man. I guess you're good. I guess you're good. I don't know. <laughs> good point. Good point. Good acting, though. Good acting, Danny Day Lewis. <laughs> good acting. I'm but just not gonna call you Mr. President. I'm just not gonna call you Mr. President. Another person who 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 who's like that is fucking uh, Jerry Lato. That motherfucker. <laughs> that guy. <laughs> That dude, man, you know, you know, what's funny around the same time that uh, they they, uh, they said that he he came out like as a like he's a he's a method actor and shit like that. I knew him as <laughs> I knew him as uh, the dude from 30 Seconds to Mars. You know what I'm saying? Like talking about the lead singer from 30 Seconds to Mars, the emo band. He's a method actor. You got to be kidding me. <laughs> you got to be this guy. I'm like, all right, cool. And now, like, you know, I've seen his movies. I'm like, oh, damn, it's pretty good. But when he played as the Joker and he said that he was method acting in that whole thing, you know, like uh, uh, he gave, uh, what's her name? The one who played Harley Quinn. He gave her like a gift and it was a dead rat or something like that as a gift and stuff like that. I'm like, all right, what? Is there like no end to this method acting? Like, is there no end to like. If somebody gave me a dead rat and they were like they're in, in character, I'm like, bro, you gotta stop. Like you giving me like dead pets, you giving me like dead animals. The hell are you doing? Cut, cut. I don't know what I gotta say to you to bring you back to reality, but snap back to reality. Oh, that goes gravity. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I, uh, so when he did uh, Blade Runner, mm. Jared Leto, he his character was supposed to be blind. And wore contacts that actually blocked his sight. But the thing is, he wore them all the time on set, even when they weren't filming. So, so, so supposedly, he never saw Harrison Ford's face, like throughout that whole entire time on set. And I'm like, why? But his performance was forgettable, though. Yeah, it was, bro. I totally forgot that he was in the movie. When you said that oh, when he was in Blade Runner, I'm like, he was in Blade Runner. I'm like, did he play? I'm like, did he play the lead? I'm like, no, that was Ryan Gosling. Who the hell did he play? I'm like, oh, he played the dude who killed the mimic, the the, the what you call it, the replica, who made the the replicas. I'm like, ah, oh. but why? Why would he, you know what? If I was an interviewer, like a legit interviewer, dog, that would be like. I would just sit down with the one-on-one and just have like a paper or whatever black room. And it would just be like a staring contest for like the first 10 seconds <laughs> and just go, but why though? <laughs> like congratulations on your Oscar. I didn't win the Oscar. So why'd you do it? <laughs> Yo, if you do that, dog, oh my god, man. <laughs> but why'd you but why'd you do it? <laughs> oh my yo, I gotta write that shit down. That is fucking fu- that's gold right there, dog. 
You know what? I think that's the that's the title of this week's uh, podcast episode. <laughs> Congratulations on the Oscar. Nah, it's too long. It's too long, but that shit is so good. Oh, my God. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah, man. I mean, speaking of Jared Leto acting in small fucking parts, he was in uh, this week boom of a uh, movie that came out on HBO Max. He played the Joker in... Uh, how much screen time did he get there? Not even five minutes. I think that was like two minutes. That was two minutes of screen time, right? Yeah. Before we jump into um, Justice League and everything that uh, that unfolded in this four-hour, uh, I mean, you could just call it a miniseries. Um, have you seen people asking for director's cut or any kind of cuts of different movies now? Yes. <laughs> it is annoying as fuck. Have you seen that shit? Have you seen the one for uh Mrs. Doubtfire? Mrs. Doubtfire? No, I haven't there seen that. There are three different cuts of Mrs. Doubtfire. Since Robin Williams improved like 90% of the movie, there are three different cuts. There is a rated PG, rated PG-13, and a rated N17 version of that same movie. Yes. Well, if you put it like that, <laughs> I wouldn't mind seeing the NC the NC17 version. Here's the thing. Here's the thing about that, right? The times that we're in. The times. Uh the premise of the movie, I don't think it's going to hold the weight that uh I don't think I'm gonna put Robin Williams in the in a good light. Just the times and everything that went down in the movie kind of shit is like I think we'll like it, but I think people who don't know, who never grew up with Robin Williams and stuff like that, will see it as a let's say uh debauchery <laughs> piece. Oh my god. Just based on the premise that uh he he what you call it, he he faked that he was a woman to see his uh, his kids as a nanny, and on top of that, he tried to kill um, his he tried to kill his his ex wife his ex wife's boyfriend by giving him hot sauce or something like that. And he ended up saving his life, and at the end, he ends up getting away with it and getting his own TV show. <laughs> Remember that shit. <laughs> Well, damn, when you put it that way, man, it sounds like a, it sounds like a messed up psychological thriller. I just I watched it uh, yesterday just to just to see. I'm like, how could they possibly get something out of it? I saw it last night. Shit's two ninety nine on Amazon. <laughs> and, uh, to be honest, the movie still holds up, but I do want to see the because at the end of the movie, they have blooper reels and he curses during the blooper reels. Yeah, he curses during the shit. So if you watch it, you can watch some of the stuff that they could possibly use in there, kind of stuff. But it's um, I mean, it's, it it still holds up to me because I I still remember watching it when I was a little kid, and I saw that movie in theaters. By the way, I saw that movie in fucking theaters, and it was it was still a good movie. But um, I mean, I haven't seen anything else that people have been asking for. But Suicide Squad, yes, people have been asking for that one, and they want the Jared Leto. 
version because he said that uh i think he was bullshitting when he said that shit he said you know i did it was like you know they told me to do like 15 minutes of just uh it was like 20 or 30 minutes of just straight dialogue with just me acting and stuff like that and you know there's been like things saying that oh if they would have had the Geraletto version he would have been he would have been uh like most of the movie he would have been in most of the movie and he would have been the lead villain kind of shit. Wow. Well, I think it was a good idea that they didn't make him the lead villain because if you, I mean, in the comic book, he, he isn't the lead villain. The right. Suicide Squad is, you know, the second string players yeah. under the spotlight, basically. Mm-hmm. So I'm kind, of, I'm kind of glad that that didn't happen. But I just got to say, that dialogue between Batman and between Ben Affleck and Jared Leto in that additional scene, mm-hmm. that was my favorite part in the whole. Really? Movie. Yo, where he said, when I kill you, and I'm going to fucking kill you. <laughs> dog, yo, yo, I realized I'd never like heard Batman times. curse before, dog. Yeah. I real, yo, that shit did not register, dog. When he said that shit, I was like, but you but Batman. I don't even think Ben Affleck was acting. Like, I think he, that was the real Ben Affleck. When he's like, when I kill you. And I am gonna fucking kill you. Like it was so good the way he leaned in. Like, and I am gonna fucking kill you. That was the best. That was my favorite part of the whole fucking thing. Um, let's talk about Justice League. So, yeah. uh, at first when I found out that this movie was gonna be four hours long, I think you and I had the same opinion. Like, yo, they should just make this into a, a series. Yeah. But now that I watch it, I realize it I don't know if that would have worked because there was a lot of footage that we had already seen that was repeated Mm. again. So if we would have watched it as a broken up series, some of the episodes would have been boring because we would have been like, oh yeah, I remember all this from the, from the theatrical movie. Like nothing's. Yeah. And some of these, they were already broken down into parts. Like there was a, it said part one, I think it went all the way to part six, right? It was part six and then the epilogue. And I was thinking like, oh, well, I mean, all these parts are broken into hours. No, they're not. Some of these parts are like 30 minutes and the other parts are like an hour, 10, maybe 45 minutes. So you can't even break it up. You can't even break into that point. It has to like the way that you have to watch it is just at your discretion, but preferably you want to watch this with uh, an hour you, you with uh, four hours to just burn right through it. Yeah. Um, all right. So Zack Snyder. Mm. I, I've got my opinions about his work. Um, I'm not a big fan of like normally his cinematography and the way he writes. I do have to say, though, I think this is his best movie. Oh, um, you think this is his. Uh, what's that? What's that? Shit I'm not calling it a masterpiece and I'm not calling it his opus, whatever you <laughs> magnum <call it>. opus. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> but in his repertoire, like this is definitely, I think, the highest thing that he's done. Um, he kept his style consistent. He kept, you know, he 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 put his love into it. I like at the end, it's you know, he put his daughter's name like this was for Autumn. I thought that was cool. Like it was a nice touch. Yeah. Um, 
there were great moments, but then there were its flaws. The great moments, I would say, um, I love the more Batman that we got out of it. Like, I, I, I loved Ben Affleck as Batman even more watching yeah. this movie. I think he was more Ben Affleck. I mean, uh, my bad. Uh, he was more Bruce Wayne in this movie. He, yeah, barely, he barely got a chance to dress out until, like, the second half. If you guys are looking for a movie that's, like, pure Batman, like uh, the Justice League that came out where, you know, you get 10 minutes of Bruce Wayne and then the rest is just Batman in a suit, uh, that's not this. He is Batman throughout the whole guy. He's Bruce. He was Bruce Wayne throughout the whole goddamn movie. And then at the end around, like when, whenever, whatever happens to, um, uh, when they try to resurrect Superman, that's when he starts to be like, you don't even see Bruce Wayne anymore. You just see Batman in the suit doing bad, bad things. Um, I liked, I liked, uh, cyborgs, uh, story. Um, that was the heart, like the whole movie. That was the part that actually like had like the emotional attachment yeah. to it, uh, which was great. Um, uh, what else? And so, but then the flaws. I feel like one Martian Manhunter could have been cut out completely. I feel like we didn't need him. We didn't need to see him. He didn't like. He didn't add any Bro, value. He to didn't him. even show up to the fight. He didn't show up to the fight. So like, I feel like you literally could cut out those two parts that he was in. And it would literally be the same movie. Nothing would have been lost. Um, now, for the fanboys, I know everybody was excited that Batman had the black uh, superhero suit. You talking about Superman? That Superman had the the suit. This, the the S suit. Did I just say Batman. Yeah. <laughs> Superman. The Superman had the the, the black suit. Um, that was a reference to the comic book when he came back to life mm-hmm. after he died. He wore the suit, but what? Zack Snyder didn't do was he didn't explain why he wore the black suit. Mm. He just picked it in the comic books. It actually is a symbolism for his, you know, now that he's back to life, he's not the same Clark Kent. His personality has changed and his decision-making his ethics, like it has changed. And it's almost like he's a scarred Superman now, but they didn't, (coughs) they didn't really explain that in the movie. Um, he just picks the suit. Um, do you? I mean, do you really think this movie should have been four hours long? They could have. They could have definitely put this thing into two hours, two hours thirty, maybe three hours. Like there was so much fluff that if you take out the Martian Manhunter, all his scenes, take those out. Um, what else could you have taken out? There were definitely scenes that I think were too stretched out, like Aquaman. After Aquaman talks to Batman and he goes into the water, yes. you see those people singing. Yeah, why? And, then you, and it goes on for bro, like a minute. Bro, I said that's some creepy shit. When she grabs his uh, his his uh, <laughs> coat and she starts smelling it, I'm like, this that's some creepy shit. Why would this be in the movie? Why would you? Why would you stay on these scenes? But you know, Zack Snyder likes to stay on these kind of scene, these epic scenes like that. I guess it's supposed to be epic. But to me, it was just like crazy. There was a lot of things that that were just like, I see why you stayed on it. But if this was f- going to be for like theatrical cut, you have to limit this. Like the whole thing with Flash. Flash did the same thing when he went to go save uh uh that woman who was in that dope ass ride that she crashed. 
dope at now she didn't crash it. I mean, well it crashed. When when Flash ended up touching her face and stuff like that, I'm like, whoa, whoa. <laughs> Dial it back, man. Dial it back. Just rescue her, put her down, and we're good to go. All this other thing that you're doing is is, is unnecessary. They could have just cut that out. Um everything with cyborg should have been left in there. Like what what do you think about this movie, man? Like before I know I was uh, we gave it a judgment of like, yeah. That's all it was. Like, yeah. I mean, but with we I was leaning more towards I don't know if it's going to be as good as people going to be uh as as people are going to expect. All right. Well, it's not bad. It's not bad. It's not bad. It's not- way is way better than the Justice League that we saw in theaters. One hundred percent. Way better than the Justice League that we saw in theaters. It was better than Batman versus Superman. Mm-hmm. Way better. Would it you call better. this like one of the best DC movies? Like DC uh, in the the recent like DC like uh, lineage of the DCU. Would you call this the best DC movie to come out? I don't know because, so for example, Wonder Woman. Yeah. I thought Wonder Woman was great. I, I would watch it again. Yeah. I don't know if I could sit through this again. I don't know if I can too. But you know what? It, it, I'm not going to, I don't think I wouldn't be able to sit through it because of the content. I just think it's just too much of it. It's just too much. Like when will I ever have like a four hour to like, to binge something like that? I don't think so. I might, but then when when I'm thinking about that four hour, I'm like, I don't really want to waste it on this movie. I'd rather spend it doing something else. That's why I'm like, eh. Like, Shu, Shu wanted to watch the movie, right? But he couldn't watch it. He couldn't watch it when I was watching it. And at one point, I was like, yo, man, I'll watch it with you. After I finished watching that movie, I told him, like, bro, hey, I'll just give you my username and password. And you have at it, dog. Just go watch it. Because I'm not doing that again. I can't. I can't, dog. It's like, man. Bro, it is exasperating, dog. To watch that whole thing. And I didn't even... Like, I ate before. And I was hungry afterwards. That that doesn't happen when I watch movies. Usually, like, I'm still good. Because you're watching, like, a two-hour, three-hour movie. Four-hour movie. Yeah, this was not... Like... Zack Snyder lucked out that we were going through a pandemic and HBO gave him now actually even before the HBO thing, which they gave, so they gave him $70 million Mm. to complete it, which is a lot of money. Yeah. So I'm sure he probably said, yo, fuck it. I'm going all out. Yeah. I'm, 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 I'm going to add. add." Yeah. He told us, he told his whole story. Like there's, um, he went on an article and he, let me see. I could find what he said. Um, uh, Zack Snyder wanted to go with the apocalypse scene. Uh, he wanted Superman to get uh, to go dark after Lois after Lois dies. Lois was carrying his baby. That was the scene that we saw when uh, what you call it when apocalypse grabs his shoulder. Uh, Batman and company go back in time. And Batman dies instead of Lois. That's why there was that talk with Batman and uh, was it was a Joker who gave him the talk saying like, 
you you say you would never die for this. You would never die on this. This is something that no, you know what? I think that happened when he was talking to um damn, what's that guy's name? Lex. When he was talking to Lex. When he was saying like you would never he said you would never put your body on the line for this kind of thing. You you'll never die for it kind of stuff. Cause it was a reference to Batman and Lois. The reason why Lois died is because Batman, you know, went on to do his Batman things. And what happened is that uh, Batman dies instead of Lois. Superman and Lois have a son who was born without superpowers. Then 20 years later, you see Lois and Superman take their son to the Batcave and their son becomes the new Batman. That's where he wanted to take the story. So do you think Warner Brothers, if they see that a lot of people went crazy for this, they're going to like reignite the this Justice League universe? Because they are, they're still making the Flash movie. Yeah, they're still making the Flash. They kicked Cyborg out. And that's the thing, right? Like, um, I know whatever happens, it's not going to do, uh, I forgot the guy who plays Cyborg. I know it's not going to do him any justice. Right. Like he's the one who was the first one to come out and say that Josh Whedon was racist on set kind of shit. Right. He said that. And Warner brothers took, um, what you call it? They, they took Josh Whedon's side. They fired him and did everything like that. So he's no longer as cyborg. Um, that, that like, but then when you see this Zack Snyder version, right, you see that, Dog, this dude was was factual. Like, yeah, even he said when uh, when he did an interview, he says, "Yo, they took so much out of the cyborg character." Like, he said, "I was a he said I was a more uh, key role in the movie." They took all that shit out. Josh Whedon took all that shit out. I don't understand why he couldn't. Why in his two hour and thirty minute movie, why couldn't he have left cyborg as a key factor into the whole movie? I think I think what it was is that Zack Snyder was definitely wanted to go a more serious and emotional route. Mm-hmm. Joss Whedon did the Avengers, and you saw that he added all that comedy into it, and yeah. a lot of people liked it. A lot of people complained about Man of Steel being too depressing, Batman versus Superman being too depressing. So I think Warner Brothers made the mistake in, t- in hiring Joss Whedon because they thought, okay, let's make it lighter and fluffier Let's hire Joss Whedon, and he could add more humor to it. So when he came into the project, he saw all the emotional scenes and just took them out and was like, no, nah, I'm just going to add a whole bunch of corny jokes. Yeah. And that's why it ended up looking like a big joke. Yeah, but you know what, man? Like, even with that Man of Steel thing, you know, I don't care that it's dark. I just don't like the way that the story was told. Yeah, me neither. I saw that movie. I, I, I rewatched it, I believe it was like last year sometime, just so I can see what, what was so bad about the movie. Because the fight scene, what he had with like Zod and, um, you know, everybody was acting the fuck out of both of these movies, uh, uh, Justice League and in Man of Steel. Like the, the guy who plays Zod acted the shit out of it. Um, Henry Cavill as Superman acted the shit out of it, right? But where it went wrong for me is that it it just doesn't it didn't seem like it was a a linear story that was being told. It seemed like what was happening was 
I was hovering over a, a timeline and I was, somebody was like selecting clips for me to watch. Rather than watching the whole story, I was watching things that took place. Yes, is in chronological order, whatever, how to, however the fuck you say that word, right? But the thing is, is like, it just didn't make any sense. Like, I couldn't connect the dots. Like, it was like, okay, I see that this goes here. I see that that goes there. But it's like, it's not a story that I was enjoying. It was just, I was watching it just because I know Superman. But if I was somebody who hasn't, who doesn't know Superman at all, like I've never met him in my life, I've never seen a comic book or anything like that, this story would just be like, bro, so you tell me that this guy got powers, he came down from uh, another another planet, and this is, it was just like, it was just telling me different points of his, his life, and I just didn't like that way. This Justice League was told in a, it was just like, bro, it was, it was basically like, Somebody's telling you a story in the format of like, I need you to sit down, have this, have this cup of scotch. Here's this big ass steak. I'm going to tell you a story. And bro, they just regaled me with this story that I was like, yo, this is a good fucking story. And to compliment that, you give me this drink and, and this steak. I'm having a good time watching it. Even though at certain points, this steak, it does get a little rough. It does get a little dry, and I want to skip over. I want to go to the peas. I'm enjoying it for what it is, and that's what happened in, in this in this movie. Like when when yo there was those points when I was watching the movie, and I was looking at the time. Like, bro, we're only an hour in, and yo, we're only an hour in when they got to the Amazonians. When the Amazonians start fighting Steppenwolf, bro, I just remember just being like, yo. We're only an hour into the movie, dog. And that, that scene just took place. That scene was like 30 minutes long. That fight scene was fucking epic. I felt for those Amazonians. Every single one of them. The last one, I didn't. Not at all. I didn't feel for any. It, to me, it was just like Steppenwolf came in. Hey, what's going on? Boom. Took the thing and get and got the fuck out. This time, it felt like the, these, these women out here just like putting everything on the line. And I got a question about that, too. Do they stay there at the mother box just waiting the whole time? That's their whole shift. Cause as soon as it started to crack, they just they were there already, like ready to go. Like, yep, here it is. Like, oh, I'm I'm on guard. And and that's the thing that made me laugh, because I'm like, okay, they have about a good like 30 women. Amazonian, by the way, who are just waiting and willing to fight for whatever comes out of that mother box. You go to uh you go to what's that? Atlantis. They only had like two guards guarding it on the outside <laughs> of the thing, and I'm like, bro, what the hell is going on? You guys understand what this mother box is doing? And then you find out that um, you find out that uh, the 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 king of uh, Atlantis was uh, he basically called his guards to somewhere else, kind of shit. And by the way, if you didn't know, this movie is supposed to take place before Aquaman. Okay, that part I was a little confused about. <laughs> this movie takes place before Aquaman. Like, the trident that he has is his mother's trident. The yeah. trident that he gets uh, in Aquaman is uh, 
his uh his great grandfather's trident. That's the one that he goes into the deep and grabs. And yo, what you got? He wasn't funny at all in this movie. He was just a straight. He was just a straight. Uh, uh, what you call it? Can I call him a hipster? Maybe. <laughs> he was a straight up. Uh, I, what's the what's the fucking place that? Oh my god, what's that clothing store? Straight uh, Diesel. Oh yeah, bro. He yeah, straight from Diesel, dog. All yeah. the clothes they were wearing straight from Diesel. With the little tassels, the thing that 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 complimented the look that made me think that he was from Diesel is the fact that he had the little wrist beads and the little straps, the leather straps and stuff like that. I'm like, look at this dude. He looks like somebody who either works there or somebody who goes there and goes shopping. So, are you Brazilian, sir? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, dude! What that, did you think of uh, Steppenwolf? Um, they did him justice. I really want to know what he did though. Dog, oh, five, bro, 5,000 planets? <laughs> bro, I'd have been like, yo, there ain't no way, B. <laughs> 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 there ain't, no, ain't no way. Somebody did a, somebody on TikTok uh, did a video of um, when uh, Steppenwolf got his, uh, spoiler alert, got his neck chopped off. And when uh, Apocalypse, no, no, Darkseid, when, when Darkseid like stepped on it and broke it. You heard the voice from uh, Boondocks when he says, I just want to know, damn, what the hell did that brother did that got them so mad? (laughs) (laughs) Dog, because it's true, man. Like, what did he do, man? I want to know what what is it that you did that they're that mad at you? 5,000 planets and the person that you were communicating with to uh, Apocalypse who was saying, oh, you got to do this, you got to do all that other stuff. That person was like, I told him that he couldn't do it. I told him. I was like, yo, it's like that, dude. I told him that he couldn't do it, man. I saw that. What's the name was there, though, man? Um, Lady, lady something. Bro, isn't that the worst when you're like, you're trying to prove something to someone or like you're trying to make up for something? Yeah. And they have somebody whispering in their ear, like, "Yo, you know he's gonna fuck up." Like, yeah, dude. Don't. You know, <laughs> he's just gonna he's just gonna fuck it up. Like I told you, though. That's how you. And that's that's. I hate when I find out that that person is in that person's ear like that. When they said, "I told you that he's gonna fuck up," and it's like, "Oh no!" So this shit has <laughs> been like, you've been you've been wishing set my downfall. Yeah, you set me up a fail. You've been wishing on my downfall from jump. Oh my god, dude! It's like you hate to fucking see it, but it's out there. It's fucking out there. Um, <laughs> that's fucking funny, dude. But yeah, man. Um, the Steppenwolf fight was pretty cool. What else? So, what would you give this movie out of four stars? Out of four stars, you know what? Like, let's go out of five. I, I give that shit four out of five. I give it four out of five. But would I watch I would it again? I wouldn't watch it again. See, I would give it a three because I would never watch it again. You wouldn't watch it again. But I got a question. Like, uh, let's say that you you own like like a, a restaurant slash whatever, right? And it, it has like comic book theme shit. Would you have this movie playing in the background? Oh, Oh, one hundred percent. Yeah, it's four Bro, hours. That's two hours. That's. <laughs> <laughs> 
That's you know, almost an entire shift right yeah. there. It's like, yeah, I'm gonna pop this bad boy on. I'm gonna have that in the background. Actually, have- bro, if you if you play it twice, that is the That's entire Oh shit. <laughs> That's the whole shit. So I'm gonna play I'm play it again. Because I, I would play it just because it's like, yeah, the lows are gonna be the lows. People are gonna wanna watch it just because it's like, oh shit, you know. Uh it's the it's the movie. That four hour, yo. But I got another question to to, to accompany that. Is this the peak of geek culture? This movie. Wow. This four hour magnum opus of geek culture. <laughs> Is this it? Is because remember we thought that what was it was uh, end game. Remember, it was Endgame and then uh, Infinity Stone and then Endgame. But this movie is a four-hour sit-down. You're watching all four hours of it. Is this the peak of it, of geek culture? Like, is Have we hit the mountaintop? I don't think so. But this question just came to me right now. Like, is this, like, anything more than this? Our cup is gonna run us over. Damn, that's a really good question. Um, I hope not. I hope that this isn't the peak. I would love to think that um, now that everything is going into streaming service, mm-hmm. that we're gonna see good quality TV series. Like we saw, Wandavision. Wandavision, yeah. Captain America, uh, Captain America, the Winter Soldier, the yeah. Falcon and the Winter Soldier just came out. Yeah, dude, have you seen promising. it? Have you seen it? I haven't seen the first episode, but it looks promising, though. Bro, I saw the first episode, and yo, have you, dog? There's this thing that even like race aside, because this thing does have something to do with race in it, but this thing just just based on like. This is like uh, like a character study kind of shit. Like, have you ever been somebody ever told you like, yeah, you're gonna you're gonna be my predecessor or something like that, or they trying to promote you to do something, but you haven't felt worthy of that position, or like you're like, damn, I don't know if I could do it, kind of shit. Yeah. And then the other person who does do it, you realize that yo, I could have done a better job than that motherfucker. Yep. Think that shit when you're watching the first episode. The first episode of this shit. My God, bro. I don't want to spoil it for you, man, but in itself, this whole, the whole fucking first episode is a fucking character study of like what doubt does to you. And not even realizing that, yes, you, you are qualified for this fucking position, dog. And I don't like the fact that WandaVision, they gave us two episodes, right? In the, on the first week. This show, they only gave us one. They only gave us one episode of this goddamn show. Not even. It kind of pissed me off. I think off. maybe because the first episode of WandaVision was really weak. So they knew. But was it though? Probably- <laughs> I thought it was good. Yeah, just the first one? I don't remember. But I, I do remember watching the first, the first episode. episode. Straight up those TV clips, and then that's it. Oh, shit. Okay. So I think they had to give us two, because in the second one, that's when things started getting a little weird, and it kind of gets your attention a little bit more. Mm, So maybe this episode of The Falcon and the Winter Soldier is so good 
that all you needed was one. Bro, like, they, in the beginning, the first 15 minutes, there's a fight scene, right? That is him using his Falcon shit, just flying throughout the air kind of shit. And, yo, it, you're, you feeling like, why is this not in theaters? Bro, it is like, it is shot like a Marvel movie. And the thing, it, it's like, it came right on the cusp of watching, uh, what you call DC shit. And now you're over here watching this Marvel stuff. And it's like, man, I have to admit, I mean, is it, is that, uh, is that, uh, Justice League better than this? Not this episode. <laughs> this episode was really good. Like, is, like, can I, I mean, I'm, it's not really up for a comparison or anything, but is the Justice League Zack Snyder cut better than WandaVision? No. Mm-mm. WandaVision. I still, I still think the MCU is way more creative and way better. Wait, but that's the thing, like, There's the what you call it, uh, Warner Brothers. They have so much like content and shit. They have the stories, they have the storytellers. Why do you want to rush into something like this? Like, if you want to build like the brand, just don't rush into it. And if you're going to rush into something like this, you should rush in like. Like don't don't treat your audience like idiots. Like if you want to rush in and just be like, okay, everything is already based and shit like that, go off of the whole fact that okay, you want the Justice League to already be around. All right, they're already established. We already have we already have everybody there, and they're just gonna be fighting crime kind of shit. We all get it. We already know everybody knows who Batman is. Everybody knows who Superman. Everybody know who the top three people are kind of shit. You can build from that. But nah, man. I mean, their method of doing stuff is just totally like, let's just hop on this. You know what? You know what this is? This is like Deep Impact and Armageddon. Oh, okay. That's what this whole shit is about. Like DC versus Marvel Cinematic Universe is Deep Impact versus uh, Armageddon. Everybody watched Armageddon. Not a lot of people remember watching Deep Impact, but they both came out at the same goddamn time. Bugs Life meets uh, what's that other what's that ants? <laughs> it's the same thing. This thing is the same exact thing that's going on right now. They, they it's trying to play catch up. Like they they heard what a studio is doing, so they're trying to do the same thing. And the crazy thing about it is like Warner Brothers. They had they had DC Comics for fucking years, dog. They had it for years. They could have been doing this for years. Why why couldn't they've done this? Why couldn't they've done this? Thought they could have been doing this shit from the nineties. Thought they could have been doing it with Michael Keaton's Batman. Dude, before that, remember they had Christopher Reeve uh Superman. They had yeah, and they why? Bro, they could have done a Christopher Reeves with Michael Keaton. They didn't. They didn't. They they had the opportunity. Now they have to see somebody else do it, and now they realize. Now they're like, oh, let me, let me do this now. No, nah, man, you guys had the, you guys had the chance, and you screwed it up. <laughs> you screw you fucking screwed it up, and now now your whole fan base is like, they their whole fan base is like grasping at straws, man. They're, anything that's anything that looks like water, they're trying to drink it up. 
Like, oh, oh what is this? Piss? Oh, it, it tastes so good. <laughs> yeah, man, I get it. But it's like, man. Ah, DC. I'm still gonna I'm still gonna be watching all these movies. I may talk shit about it, but it's still like there's entertainment. We talk about entertainment. That's what we talk about. What we got coming up, we got uh, Godzilla versus. Godzilla. I'm looking forward to that. So, so what do you think? What, what do you what do you think is going to happen with all this streaming stuff that's going on? Because I know last year we were talking about how HBO is going to drop everything out on streaming and shit, and yeah. um, Netflix is dropping a movie a week, which they have been killing though. There was a they they didn't tell you, but they're also dropping like documentaries a week too. Yeah, and those shits are pretty good, pretty goddamn good. Um, are you enjoying this? Uh, yeah. I mean, <laughs> it's, but are we enjoying it by choice, or are we just enjoying it because there's no other option? You know, like we kind of have to. the The only thing is, it's going to be a hard transition to go back to normal. It's got to be something. Once the theaters start, like now that AMC is starting to open up all the theaters, movies are going to start going back. Are you going to go back? You know? Mm, I don't know. That's the question. Because Dune is coming out soon. It's going to be on HBO and it's going to be in theaters. I want to watch it. I want to watch it on IMAX. But at the same time, like on my days off when I'm dead tired, yeah, it's like bro, that I might as well just watch it on what you call it. I'm home, like it's it's hard, man. It's getting really, really hard. I know a year ago I was like, no, fuck it, we got to you know keep the theaters alive. But man, it's getting hard. It is, man, because dude, it was it's so easy to watch these shits, man. Just like I'm home, <laughs> I'm home. Oh, I could just turn it on and watch it. I don't even have surround sound, man. I think what it is is like, maybe it's like riding a bike. Maybe as soon as you go to the first one, like you you have to get back on it. Then you realize how much fun it is just to go to the theater. But if that first one you go to, you start hearing people talk. That might throw you off a little bit. That might throw you off. Oh, yeah. I got another question about the, the movie. Um, what's your thoughts on the the four two, format? That they had for uh, for what you call it the 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 fucking classic box screen TV format rather than having um what are we used to? Damn, what's the what's the cinematic view that's a long was like ways? 16, 16 degree or something like yeah. that. Uh, yeah. What what's what's your thoughts on it? Um. Yeah, I hate it. Yeah, I don't know <laughs> yeah. why he did it. I don't know why. Yeah, you're right. I Maybe didn't... unless we knew that we were going to be watching it on our phones. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> or maybe. Bro, because I was wondering, I was like, why would he do this? And then uh, when I was watching it with my buddies, one of his one of his friends told me he said, "Oh yeah, he wanted to mimic what it is in like uh, in theaters." And I was like, "That's not how it is in theaters, though." And he was like, "Yeah, that is how it is." I'm like, "No, it's not." I said, "Theaters are." I said, "If you tilt your head to the side, that's how theaters are. It's sideways. It's si- it's like it's, it's sixteen by three or yeah. whatever." I'm like, "It's 
I said, it's, it's long like this. I'm like, if he wanted to match like IMAX, I said, I can, I can see that. I said, I can see that, but I said, but it's still like wide. I said, but if this, I'm like, did he shoot all of it in IMAX? I'm like, cause that seems a little like over the top. He, he didn't, he didn't shoot the whole thing in IMAX. Dude, I just felt, you know, it, it was just something that just, it, it, you know, in the beginning of the movie, you're like, is the whole thing going to be like this? Huh? Why? Okay. All right. All right. It is what it is. <laughs> like nobody was giving me like a, a proper answer, but nobody who's in, who's in the room were like film, like film students or know about film or anything like that, or know anything about Zack Snyder. They were just going off of like what they thought that he said kind of thing. So it could have been again. To me, I, I think it was a it's a bold choice into the wrong direction kind of shit because I mean we though our TVs were like this years ago. We're in that same fucking format. And then our TVs turn into this into this uh the letterbox bullshit. And now you wanna go back to the other ones? Get out of here, dude. Get the fuck out of here with that bullshit, man. Don't do that. If you don't flip your goddamn phone into portrait mode, I'm going to be pissed right now. No, landscape mode. <laughs> Get your goddamn phone out of portrait mode and put that thing into landscape, you goddamn commie. <laughs> <laughs> the hell's going on, man? But yeah, dude. Uh, I mean, what else do we, do we got? I think we covered everything, man. Yeah, I mean, for the most part, uh, we got Justice League. We talked about... Uh, the Winter Soldier, which is a good show. Everybody should watch it. Uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier. I don't even like uh, Anthony Mackie. <laughs> I don't even like him as an actor. I think he just uh, kind of falls kind of short for me. Ever since uh, 8 Mile is uh, what, what I deduced. I didn't like him ever since then, and I just don't like him. And, you know, him doing, like, standalone stuff, I don't like him in. Uh, there was this one thing that was in uh, Netflix where he was uh, – he played the 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 main guy in a in a Netflix TV show. I forgot the name of it. Carbon Fiber? No. Oh, uh, altered, altered carbon. carbon. Altered Carbon. And um, bro, I can only watch like three episodes of that show. And after that, I was like, man, I can't watch this. And then he did another movie for Netflix that he played like some type of robot or something. And I couldn't watch that. Fell asleep on that. And I don't know. In this in this one right here, he just does real. It, it's really done well, and you can see like um, I was looking at some uh, some people were doing character studies just on the Falcon and like how the Avengers are going to take to like um, how racism and shit like that because you know um, <clears throat> people think that what 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 uh, Marvel going to do to introduce the X Men into the the cinematic universe is that turn the X-Men into villains kind of shit. Yeah. Just because, uh, the, you have the Avengers who were like celebrated and all the other kind of bullshit. Right. But then the X-Men, we never know. And everything that we know about X-Men and mutants, they're never celebrated. Everybody hates mutants. Everybody hates the X-Men. Right. So they're thinking about like, if it's possible that you turn 
these people who are superheroes, but they're villains because society uh, made them into that kind of shit. But they don't want to be villains because all they're doing is good things, but people just seem to hate them. The government seems to hate them kind of shit because just because of the people who they are kind of shit. So you have them uh, clashing together, so it might be uh, X-Men versus Avengers kind of situation kind of shit. I'm like, damn. I read, I read a, a theory that um, they're going to introduce the mutants, but Scarlet Witch is going to turn into a villain. So she's almost going to be kind of like like how Phoenix was. Mm. Like yeah. this all-powerful. That was the story of, what's the name of that comic book that people keep on referencing? Yo, Delgado, you, he referenced that comic book so much. Uh, House of M. You want to, yo, every, whenever you see Delgado, just say, yo, have you, have you ever read the comic book House of M? And he's going to give you a rundown of what the fuck's going on. That's his shit. That, that's a, it's a good story. Same person who wrote that uh, comic book also uh, came up with the character Miles Morales, uh, Spider-Man. But, um, yeah, it's like, um, yeah, Scarlet Witch becomes a, what you call it? She, she basically makes the whole world, she, she turns it into her whole, like whatever she did right there on the, on the TV show, she does that to the whole world. So everybody's in a good place. Peter Parker has uh, his uncle Ben is alive. Everybody knows that he's Spider-Man. Uh, he's married to Mary Jane. Everything's going well for him. Wolverine finds out that uh, this whole world is going like this. He's the first one to, to realize what's going on. He talks to uh, Spider-Man, uh, Peter Parker, makes him come to Peter Parker, realize that, yeah, his uncle Ben is dead. All this other kind of shit happening. And... Wolverine ends up trying to get the X-Men back together, but every, yo, it, imagine somebody who is like, you're having a great life. Your life is going great for you. And somebody just comes to you who you don't know, by the way, says that, yo, this life that you're living is not real. And they're trying to break you from that. And they're trying to tell you the reality of what it is, how hard that would be. And that's what he's doing to every X-Men and every Avenger. And then as soon as they find a, uh, uh, what you call it, a Scarlet Witch, they want to handle, they want to handle it, and uh, they want to just get rid of her. But the Avengers are like, no, 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 we got to do this in a diplomatic or format kind of shit. Things break off. Uh, then at the end, Scarlet Witch, she watch, she floats over the earth and just says, "No more mutants." Wipes the whole fucking planet with mutants, though. <laughs> <laughs> she kills everybody. Boom. All mutants don't exist. I mean, that, that's some villainous shit. But I can't see her being a villain, man, just because. I, I don't know. I just can't see her being a villain. She was too happy at the end of. Uh, of uh, what you call it? I'm about to say Wakanda. At the end of <laughs> WandaVision to be a villain. But I mean, that'd be pretty cool. Yeah, I don't know. We'll see. Disney likes to go uh, safe anyway. So yeah, it is what it is. But let us let me play us out real quick. All right, y'all. I hope everybody enjoyed today's this week's episode. I have been Pat. 
and this is kev i hope everybody have a great day um adam and josh are doing their own thing i think adam thought we were going to record tomorrow even though i already messaged him that we're going to record today he never responded back josh has just started his new fucking job he's a nine to fiver again so uh for him i mean congrats buddy i hope uh you know he still does his own thing and uh we we shall do ours so once again i've been pat (laughs) and once again this was kev yes and we've been us and y'all been y'all i hope everybody had a ball see you next week